and welcome to the Netball Nation podcast. I'm Emma Louise Jones, your host, and as always, I'm joined by Sarah Bayman. Hello. Uh, yeah, and Maggie Birkinshaw. Hello. How are we both, ladies? Yeah, good. Pretty good. All good? Yeah. Much going on in your world? Uh, just the usual, usual. Sarah? <laughs> always, always <laughs> lots going on yeah, in the Netball world. Getting excited. Get, getting excited for leaving, yeah. For I four, know, she's four taking weeks. up and leaving. Oh, four weeks How dare you? I know. We'll get her on the phone. Should don't we don't talk about how long I'm going away. I keep getting abuse that, you know, it's a part-time job. <laughs> well, it is. I'm not being funny. <laughs> four weeks holiday. Uh, no, we hope you have a lovely time. Thank right, you. we have got a busy podcast. This week, we're going to be getting up to speed on all the World Cup squad selections. And I'll be asking Mags and Sarah for their thoughts on the teams that have been named so far. Uh, we'll discuss the National Club's under-14s competition. And we'll be saying a huge congratulations to Oldham after they took home the trophy for the third year running impressive stuff nice. that mm, and finally we'll be heading over to Australia and round five of Suncorp Super Netball which was the players last chance to impress head coach Lisa Alexander ahead of the Diamonds World Cup squad selection does that all sound all good sounds good yeah, perfect. perfect let's get cracking welcome to Netball Nation now, ladies, the Rosie squad was announced last week and I need to get your thoughts on the final 12. So, Sarah, firstly, yep. you must be incredibly proud that Loughborough Lightning captain Natalie Panagari has been named in the Rosie squad. Yes! yes. yes. Um, well done, Nat! Yeah, I think... Um, it's kind of nice, you know, it's it's a little bit, um, I don't even know the word, but it's, it's come full circle that Beth Cobden's the one that got injured. Nat Panagari, who has been a teammate of Beth for a long time, is the one who's who's pretty much replaced her. Um, and all credit to Nat, you know, she's had a great season. Um, she works incredibly hard um, and I think she really deserves an opportunity like this. So, yeah, exciting times. And Beth's probably quite happy for Nat as well. Yeah, I imagine so. Like, you obviously, no one wants to get a serious injury, but if someone's going to replace you, if it's one of your close friends, it kind of makes it a little bit easier. It softens the blow a little yeah. bit. Uh, also, Mags, a call up for Wasps defender Fran Williams. Well deserved for Fran, would you say? Well, she's she's been on the court all season. You could see that it was building to this. She's getting plenty of court time. She's getting the experience playing at the top level. And the fact that they've actually introduced a youth player a young player into that squad you know she'll only grow and learn from this yeah it's fantastic news for her uh, you also both predicted that Rachel Dunn would get the nod following her quad series performance and she's been named in the 12 as well well done to our friend of the show Rachel, yeah, Rachel. Nice, Rachel. she's earned it nice, yeah. so earned nice work. It. good for her uh, let me ask you both whether you think the what you just touched on there Mags the mixture of youth and experience will benefit the Roses in this I home d- world cup I look at the squad and I think it's more experienced than youth mm. with all due respect to the ladies because they're, they're all heck of a lot younger than me. <laughs> but, but Basically, reality... you, you're saying they're old. Yeah. <laughs> In a kind of nice way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sort of saying that, you know, the only youthful, youthful one is Fran, really, yeah. in that group. The rest of them are very, very, very experienced, seasoned professionals, been there, done it before. And I think it's awesome that Rachel has been there, come out of it, and has continued to develop and perform and she's got another Yeah, bag. I saw something that like the England squad's got over 800 caps between it. And if you wow. think about that, a squad of 12 yeah. with over 800 caps, Ooh. that's impressive that's stuff. Some go- I mean, yeah. Jay Clark's got about half of them, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but no, like it's, it's a seriously experienced squad and, mm. and, and then comparing it to other squads, I was like, oh, is that going to be the oldest squad there? But actually a few teams have gone with Older, oh, more experienced mm, squads. Yeah. So the New Zealand team's fairly old. The South African now team now the South African team is is, is quite mm. old. So I think it, it's nice that that Fran Williams is is kind of you know brings the age average down. Yeah, yeah. but also you forget how young <laughs> people like Helen Howesby are. Yeah, like she's yeah. what twenty three. Yeah, and 
20, you see, you do forget 24. because she just feels like she's been around forever. forever. Yeah. yeah, and and Nat Haythornthwaite isn't isn't that old, and you know they've 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 just got a lot of players who've got mm. a lot of caps and have a lot, yeah. a lot of experience, Fair which point. is probably what you need at a major tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been nice if they'd had room for a little bit more youth, but who, like you're not going to drop Jeeva Mentor or someone are you, no. to, to take a young player. So yeah, do you think Tracy Neville selected the strongest twelve? the squad I think she has and I think she's been fairly ruthless um about selecting people based on performance um I think Fran Williams is is lucky in some senses that you know Stacey Francis hasn't made herself available Jodie Gibson has been injured Amber Wazy was out of form but then she's taken that opportunity and she's and she's played well this season um and she and she'll go to a, a world cup for for her reward um and I think Generally, throughout the, the other twelve, I was speaking to people about it. I was like, "Well, who else is she going to pick? Mm. She's she's picked the best players mm. in in the position. So yeah, I think she's done a good job of just just kind of making it clear cut that if you play well, you're going to be on that coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was going yeah, on, yeah, that, on that coach, coach. No, on that bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how do you rate the twelve selected compared to the other teams? I. Um, I am slightly more nervous than I was. Why? Just, just because. Well, just because I I looked around and I was thinking, how many of our England players are in great form? How many are injury free? Mm. How many are coming in it into it? It, Because you look at the Commonwealth Games, players were going into that at like peak, yes, peak Mm. fitness, peak form. They won it. This time we've had like a lot of injury problems. We've had a lot of players with niggles. We've had a few players who have kind of dipped in and out of form a little bit. And and I, I, I was slightly more worried. But then I look at the other squads that have been announced and I'm and like... pretty much the same. Uh, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm less <laughs> worried again. I'm less worried. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I think they'll have a good opportunity. I think it it's a level playing field. So yeah, they've got as good a chance as anyone. Absolutely. Well, we also had Jamaica, South Africa and New Zealand name their World Cup squads as well last week. Firstly, Jamaica, great to see Super League players Jodie Ann Ward and Stacey and Facey getting the call up, isn't it? I think it's absolutely awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you look across the board, I mean, I think there's probably... Mm, 60% of that Jamaican squad who play either Super League or play, you know, in the Suncorp. So the, the experience that they're gaining whilst they're on the court playing in these two massive competitions will stand Jamaica in great stead yeah, for the competition priceless. itself. Uh, also, they've got four world-class shooters at one end and the interception queen, as she's known by her Adelaide Thunderbirds <laughs> teammates, Shamira Steele, at the other. But she's just named herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my title. It what a surprise. <laughs> <me. laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, having worked with Shamira last last uh, season, she's very, very much the Jamaican prototype where, you know, it's no problem. She sort of like a- applies herself, mm. you know, really casually, but then she just gets on that court and she just makes it happen. She steals ball for fun. I'm sure the shooters from the other countries will have worked that one out and yeah. will not be playing into her hands and playing to her strength. But if Shamira gets it right, she could make some real... Or she could really upset some shooting I think, circles. I think the Jamaican squad announcement is the one that everyone went, holy cow, yeah. that well, is a serious 12. Mm. Max, was you've you've said that all along, that you think Jamaica are the ones to watch. I think they're really going to cause an upset for I, her team. I think what what's kind of changed a little bit this week is Shimona Nelson's now pulled out of that squad because she's got a, a kind of chronic knee problem. Hey, but look what they've got left Yeah, behind. I know. But then Romelda Aitken's also not playing for Firebirds. They've just announced a replacement player for her. So is she going to be fit for World Cup? But even mm. so, you've then still got Janiel Fowler. Mm. And realistically, you can only play one goal shooter yeah, at a time. Yeah. So you, yeah. you can win it with one goal shooter. Um, it, it, it kind of would detract slightly from that squad. But even that, like you look at the seven they're going to put out mm. and 
dear lord I would not <laughs> I would not want to go <laughs> against that seven no, you wouldn't want to come up against him no. uh, next up South Africa a lot's been posted on social media about Siggy Berger not getting a call up after she's had a fantastic season in the Vitality Super League for Surrey Storm uh, were you both a bit shocked by that decision I wasn't necessarily no. shocked I, I, I think it's a difficult situation because Siggy Berger's been the most accurate shooter in Super League she's she saw about 94 96% for wow. the season she was number one shooter so congrats on that primarily but then the problem is you've got Lenise Potgieter who is one of the best shooters in the world yeah. and then they've got Inna Marie Venter who is at Melbourne Vixens I think the problem with the um, Venter versus Berger argument is that we don't see Venter play week in week out because she can't get in that Vixens yeah. team and so then you're picking someone who we don't see play over Siggy Berger who we see play every week We're and, very aware and, of yeah and kind of thinking well why would you do it that way right? yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think the the argument that normal plumbers obviously looked at is, is Venter getting a better experience from being within that Vixens environment and training Mm. and playing against those players than Berger is here. And it's a tough one to take if you're Siggy Berger, but you can see where you can see where Norma's coming from. Yeah, you can understand it. Uh, Wasp swing attack Bongi and Somi were captain the team. Do you think they've got more experience in the side than they had at the Commonwealth Games, but perhaps still lacking a little bit of depth there? Do you see, I think that South Africa have come to play. I mean, if you look at the, the squad that they've put out, they've got some serious experience there. And we were talking about the number of caps collectively. I mean, South Africa must be up there now as well. Yeah, with, yeah for with sure. The, with the number of um, times mm. that their girls have played. I mean, we're talking about um, the goal defence, um, Pretorius. They're talking about her being the best goal defence in the world. Wow. I mean, she is. She's deceptive. She's not overly tall. She's not overly big. But my word, can that girl do a job in the circle? Yeah, I mean, like, like Carla's been been named goal defence like of the round, every round mm-hmm. for Suncorp. So wow. that's insane. Amazing, yeah. Like she's just a freak of nature. So <laughs> like she you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, but but you know like you know it's coming. It's not like she's an unknown quantity. Like teams know it's coming and they still, still can't, can't stop, her. stop her. No. And then you're talking about, you know, goal shooters when we're talking about the comparison between the goal shooters. When you when you just watch um how quickly um Lenise Potgeeter gets that ball and whoosh it's gone. You know keepers struggle they absolutely struggle and they know exactly what she's going to do they know exactly that she's going to do that split take the ball in the backspace a bit like Rachel Dunn and the ball goes up on the first second but they still cannot stop her and they yeah, don't they know what to do I think, I think South Africa like you said I think their only problem is their depth if they mm. if they get one or two injuries they've not got that much cover um, I think the the other big teams they've probably got more cover on the bench than South Africa have got and it's a it's a tough tournament to get through especially in the group that South Africa's in to play you're starting seven for eight nine days mm. so they, they've, they've I don't know some of the players that they've kind of got as bench players um, but they're going to need them to play well yeah, they need him there. Finally, Nolene Torua has named her Silver Ferns 12. She's made some big calls, hasn't she? She has. I was slightly underwhelmed by the Silver Ferns 12, if I'm Ooh. being honest. Go on, elaborate. <laughs> no, no, I mean, let's have a speak. But yeah. I mean, we all thought, oh my word, you know, she came in, she said, I'm going to shake this up. I'm going to deal with fitness. If you're not on the game, you're not getting in. And then, oof. Yeah, and I think... I was I was excited because I was like we're gonna get some we're gonna get some Youth. young exciting players. Yeah. Kimiora Poi has just been signed by the Magpies. How as good a, is she as a centre? She, she's in, incredible. She yeah. was at Pulse as a training partner when oh, I was really? there. I was like, thank God they only signed you as a training partner because <laughs> I, I wouldn't be getting <laughs> on. Be but, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Kimmy, just ease up, mate. Like, <laughs> um, but she's incredible. So I was thinking we're gonna have someone like her or Mila Rulu Buchanan who are gonna be like mm. late bolters mm. into this squad. Are gonna add some spark. Are gonna add some flair. And then like you say. It's pretty much like... Squib. It's what we, It's kind of what they had before. Mm. Yeah, and I think 
again, like from a coach's perspective, I think Nolene took a hard line on fitness. And so some players who would have been in there have missed out. So the likes of Aaliyah Dunn, best shooter in that um, ANZ Premiership, she's missed out because she's not hit fitness targets. And which is sad, you see, because I'd have taken her over Mace. I, well, I was going to ask what you make of that. Well, it, it's an interesting one because if you're going to go hard line on something, then you've got to take it all away. Yeah, so now point. players yeah. will know that she's not messing about. Yeah. If you miss a fitness target, you're not going because if you're going to miss a World Cup for that, you're going to yeah. miss everything from exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's tough when it's a shooter because, I mean, realistically, she's probably going to move about five steps in a whole game. <laughs> but <laughs> but if, if the rule's there, the rule's there. Mm. And she won't have had the same fitness target as a centre would have had. No. Yeah, She'll have had a much, no. much reduced one. So... I, I think Nolene there, she's sort of like made that rule and she's got to stick by it. But Aaliyah Dunn will be kicking herself because, you know, she's got all, everything she needs. All, all you needed okay. to do was put you back into it yeah. a bit and, and get the work done. Agreed. Yeah. And now we know that squad. How do you rate their chances? Minimal. Really? Yeah. I don't think that they've got a world beating, um, well, I don't think they've got a world beating team there I, at all. I think what they've got going for them is they've got, They've got three players in Casey, Laura and Maria who have held that team together for a long, long time and are still playing really, really well. Um, what I don't think they've got is one, the confidence of being a winning team recently or two, the time together as a squad to fix the stuff they need to fix in time for Worlds. So they... You don't think those connections are there naturally because they've played over the years together? I think those three, but yeah. I think the people around them, because because they've chopped and changed their squad for the last 18 yeah. months, it's difficult. And I think they'll probably make semis because they're in an e easier side of the draw. Yeah. So they'll make semis kind of by default because they've got a, an easier draw. Um, I, I can't see them beating the other top three. No. That's very interesting. Okay, as we've mentioned, the Diamond Squad is going to be announced tomorrow. There have been a few rumours in the press about Vice-Captain Gabby Simpson not making the cut. Uh, do you think that's the right call? As she's been struggling with a groin injury, I think, recently. The Fibers are sitting at the bottom of the Super Netball League. Well, I suppose if you're going down the line that we've just been talking about, about being fit, because it's a gruelling competition. Yeah. There and you go. It can't be helped. There you go. No. I, I, do you go with experience? Do you hope that she's going to get it all yeah. back together again? It's too big an ask, I think. Yeah. To be honest, if, if the squad that's been leaked is, is the Australian squad, I cannot make sense of it. Because... Like I said, I was a little bit worried about England. Then I saw the Australia squad. I was like, happy days. <laughs> because, because Gabby Simpson is quality and she has been injured. But last last round, she played phenomenally well for, for Firebirds. So she's back. She's playing well. If you're not going to pick her, you've got to pick Ash Brazel because she's the best wing defence in that competition. But she's not in the lineup. But you've not picked her yeah. either. Mm. So you've dropped a really experienced wing defence, not for the best wing defence in the competition, mm. but for Jamie Lee Price, who's playing centre. Yeah. So well, what's the thinking there? What? I've got no idea. This is what I mean. I'm like, I'm now completely baffled because are you going to have Jamie Lee Price as your starting wing defence having played centre all season yeah. over two people who've played wing defence really well all yeah. season? So then I'm like, no, nah, I don't get it. If it was you, who would you put in? I'd have taken Ash Brazel. What about you, Mags? Uh, absolutely. She's awesome. So you just can't get your head around. Nah. Unless there's decision. something that we're not seeing. But I think that there's something going on with the Ash Brazel lisa yeah. Alexander relationship because since Lisa's come in... Ash Brazel hasn't got a look no. in however she's played and she's playing phenomenally well. So, I mean, if you're England, you're like, yep, 
keep not picking her. Keep not picking her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is fine by us. You know? Yeah, now she's rubbishly, so don't take her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we look forward to hearing who's made the final 12 tomorrow and I'm sure we'll be scrutinising their strengths and weaknesses uh, on next week's podcast. Uh, moving on, last weekend saw the top under 14 netball teams in the UK compete at the University of Worcester Arena to battle it out to be named the best team in the country. 18 sides competed over two days. So can we firstly just have a round of applause for all those teams who made yeah, it through? Yeah, well done. Nice. The finals, well done. Job. You should all be very proud of yourselves. Uh, the final at the end of the two days saw Northwest sides uh, YWCA Bury and Oldham compete to be named champions. It was Oldham who were just too strong and their victory in the final enabled them to complete an astounding unbeaten record over the weekend. So well done, yeah. ladies. Congratulations, um, now, this is fantastic for the Northwest to be represented by both teams in the final. And this surely highlights the need for more Northern Super League franchises, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I suppose that's yes. topical, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, that sort of like, is that like a banana skin that you throw <laughs> there? Is that what that is? <laughs> you got an opinion on this, Maggie? Yeah. yeah. Anything you'd I like have. to say? Oh, yeah. Well, I think we all know that there's a yeah. massive void in the North for you know performance netball and, and yeah. Super League in, in particular. And it's no secret that lead rhinos are in and amongst. You know, we've popped in a bid. Let's see what... What the result is, which we should know very, very, very soon. But then we need something. Thank you. We need something above us, though. We've still got the North East that also needs to be represented. So I think there's some serious work being uh, undertaken by England Netball, working with the North East to see if they can bring it back there as well. We need every single region represented in this fabulous competition. I really enjoy how you say... um how you say Berry? Because you say it like you're from there, like Burry. Burry. Do you know what that is, right? I went, I went on holiday once, and we met loads of mates from from, Burry. from, from, from what we called Berry, and they kept correcting us. So ever since, I've been scared to Burry. call it Berry, and I go Burry. <laughs> <laughs> so Burry. Um, also, just to add a huge congratulations as well from Netball Nation, as it's a massive achievement for Oldham to win the competition three years on the trot. Uh, and as we've mentioned as well, that under 16s were victorious too. That's no mean feat, that. So it well done, no, guys. Very well done, um, Max. How did Leeds Athletic get on over the two days? I think the first uh, goal was to make top six in the country, which yeah. is what they did. Yeah. So I'm exceptionally proud of our Let's give them a round. Yeah. round of applause. So they made Deserve top six show. and battled, battled on day two and um, for some fabulous performances, but still ended up with sixth place. So, you know, I don't think they should be disappointed with that. They will have learned absolutely loads from the competition. As I'd mentioned, what, last week, the week before, a couple of weeks ago, we don't get the competition in the region. So the first time the girls come up against some serious competition is that competition. You know, with like Oldham and Bury not being too far away, is there not a chance that those girls could go play then? Well, we do. We have the odd play day. It's yeah. not really play day, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> because although there's nothing at stake, you know, everybody still wants to win. But we do step over the border. They come over to us. And that's the only way I think that we're going to raise our standard and raise our level. <laughs> you make it sound like Game of Thrones. Sorry, it is. It's beyond the wall. Yeah. <laughs> we go beyond the wall. For, serious to business. Get some match play. <laughs> <laughs> to the dark side right thanks ladies I'm sure there were some stars of the future taking part we look forward to chatting more about you girls in years to come moving on now to round five of the Suncorp Super Netball competition in Australia big round this for all the Australian players as it was their last chance to impress Diamonds head coach Lisa Alexander ahead of her final squad selection which is going to be announced tomorrow uh, before we chat about results just want to ask whether the risk of injury is something that players think about ahead of major competitions uh, as all players will be playing up until round nine of the Super Netball League and we'll break 
for the World Cup on 23rd of June. Yeah. Uh, do you think injury prevention will be in the back of players' minds in the next few rounds? I think they should have already done all that work. I d- yeah, I mean, I, it isn't normally. You normally just go out and you play yeah. and you trust the fact that you've done the work. I think what's alarming at the minute is how many injuries there are in Suncorp. Mm. And I think it probably is in the back of players' minds at the minute. Like, oh, I've got to make sure I'm fit for World Cup. Because you don't want to miss a World Cup no, because of something stupid. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, well, the likelihood of you getting injured increases like tenfold if, if that's what you start worrying about. Exactly. You're going to then mm. almost make it happen, yeah. aren't you, if you do? Now, Sarah, we're expecting that you've spoken to a very happy Stacey after yes, Fever secured her first win of the campaign. Yes, yes Proud of applause. And, and a great scalp to take. Yes, everyone yeah. had a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 63-61 it was over Magpies in a tight and physical game. Was she happy then? Yeah, very happy. Um, I think... We, we mentioned last week how much better they'd played against Vixens and they just carried that form on and were able to finish it finish it off this week. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a really good game. And, and some of the players we've talked about today, like Ash Brazel, I thought had a really good game for Magpies. It, it had a bit of feeling in it because obviously Nat Medhurst um, yeah, is yeah. now at Magpies having, having been at Fever last year. Mm. Um, so, you know, it, it, was played, um, it was played with a bit of, bit of aggro in it. Um, and but it was it oh, was that's good. Good. competitive stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. but no, it was good. It was good to watch. It was a really good game, um, and obviously it was nice that Fever won. Yes, well, send Stacey our Netball Nation congratulations, <laughs> won't you? Pass them on. Uh, Janelle Fowler had a good performance for Fever too, missing only one goal and scoring fifty-one of their sixty-three goals. Should be pleased with that, won't she? Well, I mean, she missed one, so probably not. Oh. <laughs> but did she not almost lose an eye for a, for a job? I think she um, took a, a oh, yeah, I think about second quarter. Yeah, well, she got hit in the eye or something. Clearly, don't make any difference. No, I mean, no, she's, she's she's phenomenal. Oh, she's awesome. She is. And phenomenal. Sunshine Coast Lightning are looking strong as ever as well after they got their fourth consecutive win against Giants 72-61. Not the best game for Giants and for our very own Joe Harton, who had to be benched at the end of quarter three after South Africa's Carla Pretorius kept her to just five goals There's an in again. the quarter. Yeah, well, I watched half of this and Giants mm. were up and then I went to do some of my decorating. <laughs> and, of course you did. Yeah, <laughs> as you do. I went to do some of my decorating, came back and they were like 11 goals down. And I, was like, I, don't, I don't know what happened here, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Sunshine Coast are now on a run and they did this last year. They started a little bit slow and then they just absolutely blitzed it and mm. they've they've kind of hit their form earlier this season and, and they're playing really, really well. Carla Pretorius, we've talked about, is is just incredible for them at the minute. And what about Peace? Peace Proscovia's yeah. playing really, Peace really well. Um, so, yeah, they're They've got to maintain humming. it, though. They have got to maintain it because it's round one. Let's see what happens when teams play a second time. We out. shall wait and see. Next, we saw Swifts jump to the top of the table after they handed Vixens their first loss of the season, 60 goals to 50. And Swift swamped the previously unbeaten Vixens defensively from the outset. Max, how do you coach the defensive unit to work together to really restrict the opposition's movement and dictate where they're allowed on court? Gosh, how do you say? Gosh, it, that's a difficult one to answer. <laughs> All the big questions here. <laughs> Go on. It's, it's a difficult one to answer. <laughs> I mean, I always try and keep it as simple as I possibly can and try and cut down the connections and the link between the two shooters for mm. a kickoff. If you can try and keep the attackers as high up the court as you possibly can and make those in front of you, so your centre and your wing defence, really do a job on them, as in shooting off ball side option, hands over the ball. Try and get them to let the ball go from distance to give the defence a chance to, to go on the ball, to take it, 
mm-hmm. see it early. But if you can't cut the connections down and you can't shut off the front ball option, you, you really are struggling. Yeah, well, there you have it. Mag's top tips yeah. right there. Uh, finally, Firebirds are still unable to get off the mark so far this season as they were beaten by Adelaide Thunderbirds 54-51. Uh, despite the loss, however, it was a better performance from Firebirds, wasn't it, ladies? And hopefully it'll show fans that there is more to come from them. Yeah, and I think, you know, it, it's like it never rains, but it pours. So, you know, mm. Romelda Aitken's got an injury. Um Firebirds are obviously on a on a bad run of form. Gabby Simpson has now probably been dropped from the Australian Diamonds. Like it's just one thing after yeah. another for them, and so you do feel for them because they're a quality team, but they're kind of not able to get everything together. You know, Mahalia Mah- Cassidy's just had a ACL rupture confirmed. It's just like it's all happening for them, yeah. isn't it? It's a real yeah. shame. Uh, now I could be really harsh and ask for score predictions for round six, but as we're all friends, I'm not going to do that. Okay, <laughs> no more money going in the kitty for the foreseeable. We do, however, have some great fixtures lined up in the next round with Sunshine Coast Lightning taking on Vixens, and Firebirds will also be battling for their first win of the campaign against Inform West Coast Fever. Uh, how are we able to watch these games? Are they televised at all? They're on um, the. Telstra app yeah. so you can okay, get an app so on you, your phone you download Super Netball app yeah that and you can watch it for free there uh, I think you've got to pay but it, it's like it's a, quite cheap yeah it's, a, yeah it's a yearly subscription of about £15 yeah. oh that's good yeah, that cheap. is good uh, and as a local league player in the UK can you learn a lot from watching the Super Netball games uh, yeah I mean you can learn loads uh, it's a very Australian style of play so you know a lot of it is like short hard fast passing you know man to man defence Um but you've got most of the top players in the world playing in that league. So, you know, we're talking about Carla Pretorius. She thrives in a league that does a lot of man-to-man defence where she's a bit more off-marking. So you can you can learn a lot about uh, different players and different styles and, and, you know, try and take a little bit of a bit of what you what you like into your own game. So you'd recommend watching it and just yeah. seeing... Yeah, I think it's awesome. It's it's really end-to-end stuff. It's exciting. It's quick. It's like Kurt Sarah said, it's quick. It's fast. The ball never stops and mm-hmm. there's... Contest after contest after contest. Bish bash bosh, I think it is. Yeah, there you go. Get watching. Right, before we wrap this up, ladies, any mm. shout outs you'd like to give? Um, Sarah, have you got any updates on the wedding? <laughs> we we know if you if you didn't hear the last few episodes, we've got rid of the donkey. Stacey mm. doesn't want the donkey at the wedding. Why how can anyone get rid of a donkey? I, it That's really awful, bothers me. It? I feel like we should just put the donkey there anyway and not tell her. Maybe we could have like a real life game of pin the tail on the donkey. Yes. <laughs> there we go. That's that's a way to sell it to her, isn't it? Have no, we got any sure. updates though? Um I don't think we've I don't think we've got any updates this week, to be honest. Um obviously I'm going to see Stacey, so there'll be lots of wedding chat in the next few weeks. You were um, almost wincing saying no, that. No, no. <laughs> never. Um but I mean one shout out I do have oh, is Bob, Serena Bob. Oh yes. Serena Ser- Guthrie got engaged. Oh so congratulations, now Serena. It's gonna be Bob, Bob and Bobby forever. So <laughs> her, her yeah, her fiance Bob. And the dog Bobby Aww. and Serena are now on holiday in France, I think, enjoying get in the engagement. Aww, so Max, congrats every- to them. Everyone's going on holiday and leaving us here. I'm going nowhere. She's got a big bird. I know. You're getting on a big bird. Well, I'm going nowhere. I mean, I'm going to Lanzarote for a week. It's not really Australia for four, <laughs> You're away. <is> it? <laughs> uh, any other shout-outs Yeah, I think um, the tournament I talked about the other week, the Players' Tournament in Nottingham, um, they tweeted me to let me know they'd raised over like £6,000 wow. at that tournament in one awesome. day. So great. congrats to them raising that money for Macmillan. Um, and yeah, keep up the good work. On very that. good cause as yes, well. Yes, very Close good cause. Heart. Well done, guys. Mags, anything? No, I think that's it. All good. Well, just a reminder, if you've any questions for Sarah and Mags, please do get in touch. You can tweet us at MyNetballNation or drop us an email to hello at MyNetballNation.com and we will do our best to answer these in next week's episode. That's it, the end of another show. Uh, we will see you all next week. Bye. 
Bye. <laughs> Bye. Y'all. Thanks for listening. This is Netball Nation.